3: Hi gang, welcome to the Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. All Manchester United were better, Everton got a win and Brendan Rodgers' boys march on. Well, well, well. Here we are once again, everybody, with Luke Moore, Pete Donalds, and Jim Campbell, and speller. speller. Uh,
4: not you lot, again. Yeah. <laughs> it's as isn't isn't it?
3: <laughs> 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 we are on tour, baby!
4: Yeah. <laughs> Pete and I <laughs> have uh, started
1: to dress the same, accidentally.
4: The, <laughs> the Chip Shop are Boys sink. are wearing black jeans and underwhelmingly uh, uh, less a than bright red. red top. Yeah, like a corally red top. Oh, Salmony. Oh, yeah.
3: Important to set the scene on an audio feature. Yes.
4: Mm. Feff Feff off. People can now
5: imagine <laughs> it in their minds. Yeah you back dressed off. in electric orange <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. now
3: there's something I need to address oh one or two people tweeted me about Manchester City beating Crystal Palace <laughs> oh yeah and it's interesting actually because obviously it looks like 2-0 victory but mm. put your feet up chaps you, uh, yeah. if you start to peel back the layers yeah okay Does anyone want a cup of tea or <laughs> <laughs> you've already got one Jim yeah stop mugging yeah. off the listeners Right. Uh, and, allow on, me, on, and allow me to I do so. I think he should
5: stop mugging off the listeners and You should stop, mug, stop mugging off the listeners with your opinions.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, actually, because... I've dropped a tub of acid. I'm out of here. I'm just bored. Oh, <laughs> bored of no, mine. I just knew this was coming, see. Yeah. Did you? It's not a gubbin.
3: Uh, one thing that everyone said about that Manchester City performance... They're going to get it, bummed. What was the... Uh, AZ? Uh, the word professional. Yeah. Mm. People mm. said it was a professional performance. But what does that allude to? That alludes to the fact... <laughs> that they needed to be on their game. And I think Guardiola, he looked at those, he did the same research I did, and he thought to himself, <laughs> this is a tricky game. We need to respect this thing to be out there. Because Man City are a better team than Crystal Palace, of course, Jim. Mm. They went not sell us, but they had to be very, very professional. Very, very professional. I mean, you think about that Ben header. Which uh, which Edison flicks off the by. But that was
5: a brilliant header. It was a brilliant, and a brilliant header. save. And of
3: course, you know that goes in, and then inevitably Palace come back to get a point. So you know, it just <laughs> it's margins, Jim. So I think with that performance, Guardiola vindicated what I said. Um, and, uh, and and I, 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 I come away from
5: that game thinking, yeah, will the similarities mm. between Marcus Speller mm-hmm. and Pep Guardiola, Ever and that they've both achieved. <laughs> Ever end?
4: Yeah, I'll start.
5: Are, yeah, they are locked <laughs> in. I'll start. Yeah, they are locked like two star-crossed lovers. Yeah. Indeed, they will never be separated in the uh, conversational tie. All right, look, guys guys guys, well, guys, guys, don't know, guys, guys, guys. We need to carry
1: on with the running order. Guys, being, being seriously though, <laughs> like being serious. Uh, if you, you know, if you look at the, the level serious. of the performance, this could actually genuinely be a, a real platform for Man City to build on
3: well clearly yeah. they're two points it's a scout for them isn't it they're two points close to Liverpool Jim it's, yeah. a scout it's, it's pull, an excellent though. point
5: and I, that... I, I knew as soon as I saw the full time result 2-0 yeah. Yeah. my first instinct was uh-huh. Marcus is going to try and spin this as a vindication <laughs> and as a victory for Roy Hodgson's Crystal Palace mm. no, no, on no, no. Monday no
3: it's not, it's not spinning it's just telling what happened <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they needed a professional performance they respected yeah. the opponent because they realised what's been going on and, and, and they were very right to do that <laughs> and on another day it could have been 3-2 to Palace but obviously mm. it wasn't yeah but they made their
5: point with a 2-0 loss. <laughs> In which they can see a 21 shots and 72% of the possession. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah.
1: you know. Uh, We're not look, managers, are we, Marcus? No, exactly. So what do we know? What would we
5: know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> look, have you, have you boys ever played the game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did on Saturday. rubbish.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, let us move on uh, to Manchester United. Liverpool, much better from Manchester United. Yeah. Solskjaer playing a, a 3-5-2. Ole's getting a bit spicy. Go on, mm. tell us more. Well, before the game? Well, I don't think it'll be 30 years until we win the league again. All Manchester right. United. oh spicy. I'll yeah.
5: tell you I had the best dig of the day. Go and on. It's not, it's not a surprise. Best dig of the day. Roy Keane? Jose Mourinho. Oh, oh Roy Keane.
3: Jose Mourinho and Graeme Suders in the that, studio. I, I love that. It's a that, lovely,
5: miserable trio. It was like, know, like no, a
3: but,
1: fucking morgue in there. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that is, that is Sky setting up an ambush like for for Man United to fail which to their credit they did not
5: no they didn't it's a bit like you hear the stories of you know the um, the famous horror movie The Exorcist and Mm. William Freakin's horror masterpiece (laughs) and the talk that like he would sort of chill the set down oh that's right so it's like minus 15 or it's like Psycho so you can see the breath I kind of felt a bit like that in the studio at Sky Sports yesterday. <laughs> oh, I see yeah. what you mean, yeah. The, the, yeah. the, the um, Mourinho, for those who didn't pick up on what Mourinho said, and it's not, you know, it's part of the course of Mourinho, and some people might find it a bit tedious now because this is kind of how he how he operates. But it was interesting, and he said, "I wish I could," or were to the effect of, "I wish I could manage at a club this big and just talk about the future all the time and not have to concentrate on the or, present and win results." And it, and it really did throw. Uh, lay bare Mourinho's attitude as a, as a manager. He was all about the here and now, wasn't he? All about yeah. trying to get those trophies and not worrying too much about the future. Where, but it within those mm-hmm. quite controversial comments, there's a grain of truth, right? Which yep. is, Salah can't hide behind that forever. Mm. Uh, he can't hide behind the fact that that they're not doing very well in the present because mm. they're Manchester United, yeah. well,
1: we, which is also interesting because we're, we've come away from the point where everyone was talking about the past. You know, that sort of feel-good factor of Solskjaer being back and it's seeming a little bit like the 90s and that sort of hung over for a bit. Mm. Uh, And now we've kind of come away from that. And and that's right, the narrative has shifted to the future and to the younger players coming through, but there's... There's old Jose, yeah. ready to snipe it down. <laughs> yeah. I
3: mean, what was it the biggest dig of the day? I mean, I r- refer to Roy Keane when he said, I'm disgusted with the players. You're going to war. They're hugging and kissing. Don't even look at the opposition. You're going into battle. Him and him and soonest just chuckling.
1: <laughs> like, angry chuckling is a strange thing, but they were no, both no, doing no, it. Keane no,
5: no, no, no. did, did an amazing thing as well. <laughs> He made like what I thought was quite a fatuous point, where he said, "Mainly, let's like, just go and get Harry Kane." Just go and get Harry Kane. Yeah, but, but I think it was. A, I mean, we can we can deconstruct that all you want, yeah. but uh, it's I, not I, like that now, is it? Yeah, they could have done yeah. that in the past. I don't suggest we do deconstruct it. Well, it won't take that long. But the best thing that Keane said after that was, "What you were looking at?" <laughs> <laughs> they were looking at, him and it's like they're looking at you because you're speaking. The window shut, mate. It's about how conversations work. you are on yeah. the telly, right? He said that too soon. <laughs> said to everyone, "What you were looking at?"
3: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Intra- I, li- I like it how because Dave Jones or David Jones the presenter he's quite chirpy mm. oh um, yeah and uh, uh, it, it's a tough job for him god it is with those three because if, if Cause you if the you...
1: softest one's Mourinho and he's yeah. not helping you out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a, it's if a you, miserable pattern, if, right?
3: if you try and sort of inject a little bit of light and, and you have a little chuckle and go wow oh, you know life's not that bad is it yeah. chaps there's no time for joking. Exactly, you have just impressive. three pairs of eyes just staring back at you. Go quick ad break.
5: Yeah,
4: so soon after the last one, the yeah. director said. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear like the off air. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter with um, Sky, I guess. <laughs> it does sometimes get broadcast, but uh, <laughs> the uh, the off air conversation between Mourinho and Roy Keane might be quite interesting. I imagine mm. they're very much both well, on the same page about how. Manchester United have gone down the path. Oh, I think even though think Mourinho is kind of to blame for some of it. Yeah, <laughs> but they would they would if they were player and and manager at mm. the
3: same time. If they would careers, definitely get on, I think they would get on for a distinct <laughs> period of time. <laughs> yeah, um, and then it's Peters and shoes getting kicked <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But
1: he he would be the first crack to appear in the third season.
3: Right? Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know whether Roy Keane knew. Jose Mourinho was um, becoming a sky punder, whatever. But he did say not that long ago mm. that those these are the players who threw Mourinho under the bus. Right. So actually, it was almost like an, a, a coming out of, of a mm. bit of support with Mourinho. Right.
1: Well, Mourinho when Mourinho said that his, his biggest achievement in management was getting that team to finish second. Obviously, that's a bit of an exaggeration. But you know, more and more that it looks. It, it looks like it
3: has perhaps been underrated hugely.
1: Yeah, when you look well, at the finishes they've had aside from that since Ferguson. Mm.
3: Well, let's talk about the the, the game itself. Um, and and, and Solshire, when he first took over at Manchester United, you know Solshire is not a he's not a great manager. Let, let's be honest. Now, whether he becomes one after experience, has only he'd only worked. You know, in, in the Norwegian league before Manchester United, and tactically, again, he's essentially still borrowing from Ferguson not Mm. a bad person to borrow from of course but when he first went in there you know what it's like a new job you think right well let's just let's do the basics right let's take it easy Mm. and what he has they've got pace They've got Pace with Rashford and Martial and one or two others. I know Martial didn't, didn't start and and they now have Daniel James. But when he took over, they, these were the players that they had. Uh, let's defend in numbers and let's hit teams on the break. And it worked. I mean, they won an, a, a, a lot of games when he first took over and had some, some great results. And then I think maybe he got into the job, he gets the permanent contract and then there might be a thinking of, ah, right, now we're in. We're back or we're getting back. We are Manchester United. We can express ourselves, blah, blah, blah. And that's clearly not happening. Whereas this game... He went back to what he did when he first became the manager for my money. Maybe not with the the formation, but defending numbers, crowd them out in the the middle a little bit at times and hunt them down, which they did well, and hit them on the break. And James and Rashford Mm. were excellent. James had a lovely time. Yeah, I mean, playing very wide at times. I mean, look at the goal. Look at the goal. James
1: is playing like a right winger. I love the way that Daniel James... increases his speed when he picks up the ball I know a lot of players do the opposite of that yeah right it's and understandably Ryan, like used to do that mm. yeah
5: um, I think um, the the tactic you alluded to there, where they they almost thought that clearly Liverpool a lot of Liverpool's threat would come from wide areas, so they had Rashford and James out wide, and then Young wide left and Wamba wide right, and mm. sort of doubled up on them. Mm. Wamba was excellent again. Yeah, that that, that that worked pretty pretty handsomely until the last sort of ten or fifteen minutes, didn't it? Yeah. But the one thing I can't get out of my mind, and it's not an original point, and it's not something that's not been said before, so bear with me. But I do think it bears repeating is that over the last three years or so I think United have spent 400 million pounds mm. and the team they put out yesterday yeah. it is I know what you mean it's remarkable yeah. it's absolutely remarkable it's, it's a combination of of players who probably aren't good enough for the team for the club and the size of the club it is and players who might go on to be a lot better Um and that's pretty much it, mm. you know. I mean, uh, De Gea aside, who's not, he's been in fairly indifferent form for a while now. Anyway, and Maguire, who's just obviously come in,
3: for, yeah. and, and was a lot of, I mean, too much money, though.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah, absolutely. But, how, you know, how, how can how can you spend that amount of money and in one of the biggest, traditionally one of the biggest games of the season, line up with the team that includes Rojo, Lindelof, who okay's been improved, but really still um, Ashley, uh, not improving Ashley mm. Young, mm. Fred. Uh, McTominay Pereira and then uh, sort of uh, two promising sort of forwards. I, I mean I I personally think Marcus Rashford is like massively overrated but he is a good player. Yeah. I don't think he's and 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 I think Gary Neville alluded to it in the, in the in the build up to the game. He said there were talk there was talk about Lukaku and how Solskjaer decided that actually um We don't want him. We don't need him. But he's a top goal scorer. He's putting them in for Mm.
3: Inter. I mean, he didn't have the best of times at Manchester United. Sure,
5: but what it made me think of, and I'd be interested to get your guys' thoughts on this, it's the easiest thing in the world, if you're managing one of the biggest clubs in the world, to say, I don't have to manage that player. I don't like him. He's a pain in the arse. He's inconsistent. Whatever it is, whatever your beef is with him, we're going to move him on. You can do that. But is that really what a manager should be doing? Or should a manager should be exploring every option going, do you know what? We haven't really got an awful lot else. So my job as a manager is to manage this player. Yeah. I know it's easier said than done. But when they look so light up top, um, it perhaps it brings it into, into quite stark focus, really. Eh? I mean, and very, very final point, very quickly. Liverpool's record at Old Trafford is it's really poor last few years it's terrible and I I wonder if Liverpool fans are kind of a little bit frustrated at how good their team has been over the last couple Mm. of years yet how poor they are against United it looks to me like it's a psychological thing yeah I I feel that actually Liverpool might have a little bit of what Arsenal have which is that they,
1: they are gearing up to play at the old Old Trafford if that makes sense rather than the Old Trafford that you know the where it's party time for, for sort of teams going there and thinking this isn't the team it once was. I think um, mm. you know it's been such a battleground in the past for the for the bigger teams where where those matches have meant something in terms of how the table could finish. Um, that they they still sort of play within themselves a little bit because I think Liverpool they look very slick in terms of their passing and, and the way they move the ball um, it, it, throughout the game really but they didn't they looked a bit tame with it as well they looked a little bit apologetic almost in the final third like Roberto Firmino had probably the
4: only meaningful. Shot of the first half for Liverpool, and it, w- it was really, really tame. They sort of scattered um, around, didn't they? Because they they packed the box at uh, Manchester United, so they're just trying to f- probe and probe and probe. But there's no space. There's no space.
1: Yeah, I, I would say, look, I think it's it. You got to be fair on Man United, and remember they've got some injuries as well. I think Luke oh, Shaw sure. would be would be starting over Ashley Young where he where he fit. Oh, and well, I don't know. Pogba is uh, he's obviously a big miss. As well. we saw, him, we saw him with a walking stick before the game, and people, t- you know, people say about Pogba, oh well, you know, does he do enough? Blah blah blah. Yeah, he should do more. But I don't know if that on, would be his, on his day, on his day on his day he can make a huge huge think difference for United, and they're going to miss that.
3: Yeah, but I think a game like that where everyone is all hands to the pump, they need to be doing the doggies and all that. Maybe so, but
1: overall, I think you know that that team is better with him in it than without him in it.
5: But I think that com- that conversation you guys are sort of starting to have there is I think it feeds into your
3: point, look about the money spent and all that now, and the I've, squad depth.
5: But I th- but I think it's to do with what type of team they are. I mean, if, if if this, I don't know what kind of team they are because Man United have that, have that situation, and we talk a bit about it on the continent with um, Kovac at Bayern Munich. Kovac is a guy who made his name at Eintracht Frankfurt by sitting deep, playing on the break, and counterattacking mm. teams. Of course, the problem is at Bayern Munich you can't do that. Well, and this and, is and Sol- Man United can't do and that. And this
3: is the problem with Solskjaer. when he's got the uh, temporary contract; it's a free hit, yes, and he can play the way he wants to play. And the players are probably happy to have him and not Mourinho, yeah. which is why the temporary situation worked. Uh, as soon as it became permanent, as as we've all said and many people have, have commented on, then it's kind of like, all right, Ollie, how are you gonna how are you gonna express it? How are you gonna kick on?
5: Would you say then on that then chuck a question back at you, Marcus? Yeah. Since he's taken the job permanently, do you think we know any more about the type of football that Man United want to play and that Solskjaer likes to play as a manager than we did at the start?
3: I, I, I don't think we do, and and I think if if I was a Manchester United fan. I would want, uh, whenever it happens, he's been linked to the job a lot, Massimiliano Allegri to come along. You want a manager like that, who's pragmatic, who can walk into any situation and go, right, these are the players I have. Okay, let's maximise what we've got, work out the best way of playing, and then do it. Because if you if you, if you you have somebody who uh, likes a certain style and you don't have the players, it can be tricky. Ancelotti's a bit pragmatic as well, actually. Mm. I, I was...
4: I, I, I I sort of always find that the way that Manchester United play um, at home, it, it's kind of a situation where people come and they expect the Manchester United of the, yeah. of the late night. Yeah. Well, I think so, Solskjaer so they, as well. well yeah, so they, but a, they, set I up, the but they set up to defend all the time. Like, teams come and they set up to defend so Manchester United can't really hit them on the break. Because exactly. Because they, they sit so deep. But yes. that's... But you don't really need to defend that team from Manchester no, United. No, yeah, well that's anyway, it, Pete.
3: You're right, because they can be got at. <laughs> yeah. And and that is their problem. So if, if Solskjaer likes to play that counter attacking football, that's what I said at the start of this, mm. you can do that against Liverpool mm. because Liverpool yes. are the league leaders. They're the European Absolutely. champions. Yeah. And if they come to Old Trafford, the fans and the place was pumping by... Um, you know, all oh, yeah, it sounded nice. Yeah, it sounded good. It sounded you know a bit more raucous. They can see Liverpool are better than us. But how are we going to win
5: on this show on Friday? We said this game against Liverpool isn't the game that's going to tell you what you need to know about no. whether this United team can do anything this season and whether they can push up and not be twelfth and be fifth or sixth. The games that are going to tell them that. Are away to Norwich and away to Bournemouth in the next two exactly, Premier League games. Exactly. The next four games United have got are all away from home. Mm. Partizan in the Europa League, then they go away to Norwich, then they're away to Chelsea in the League Cup, then they're away to Bournemouth. It's not unreli- unrealistic to say they might not win any of those games. Yeah. If they don't, they'd have won two games in all competitions since the opening day of the season, I'd... and we will be at the start of November. Mm. So that will tell you what. You need to do. And, and the reason I'm, I'm saying that is because I think Norwich and Bournemouth will look at Man United and go. If Newcastle can beat them, all be at home, we can beat them as well. Norwich have already got a scalp this season, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. They can get another one. It's not getting easier for United over the next month or so, just because they picked up a point against yeah. Liverpool.
4: But, yeah. you, but you're right, dude. When you say that, um, you find nothing out about these teams when they're playing people like uh, Manchester United and Liverpool and stuff like that. The middle, the the, the the teams that sit in the middle of the table. You find their metal when they're playing the Burnleys and the Everton's and the uh, and the West Ham's and stuff like that. They're the teams that are around them, uh, everyone can r- raise their game for a TV match. Everyone can raise their game when they're playing at Old Trafford. It's it's, it's spoken
5: like a true new, Newcastle fan. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like exactly. a true Geordie. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to mention uh,
4: uh, Adam
1: Lalana. Yeah, that was a blast from the past, who, wasn't it? Who
3: thought that would happen?
1: Yeah, I, that was a, that was an amazing. I couldn't believe it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I have I actually
1: finished my centre. I, <laughs> I was very pleased
3: for him. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, ex-Southampton. It, was, man, it was, you know you've got a band together <laughs> it, in these it
1: times. It really did sort of come out of nowhere as well, didn't it? That goal that was looking like Man United were going to hang on and maybe even get a second.
3: Yeah, there's 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 a little <laughs> school of thought that Aaron Wan-Bissaka is well. There's a big school of thought that he's a good player and so on. There's a little school of thought that his positioning isn't great mm. and his pace. Uh, Touch like Carl Walker at times, you know, gets him out of that. And he's a young player, so this is not a criticism. You know, we can all improve going forward
5: he was a uh, um,
3: but his positioning was there I understand people say he's tired and so on and you know it's not the first time that a wing back or a full back has, a, has uh, tried to stop a cross and was a little bit late so I don't want to be mm. too harsh on him uh, but that, that is uh, something that has been said about him but yeah you're right the, That it was one of those awkward crosses yeah. where a defender you know, an own goal or someone comes in at the back post it was perfectly put in there Yeah, and Lalana couldn't believe his luck quite no. frankly he took can, it well though he's yeah, not he, the finished article like, like, the, the thing with
5: Juan Bissaka he's not a finished article no, no. no. Well, exactly, not. and yeah, he's yeah. he's kind of being considered, perhaps, or or expected to be, because of the situation that he finds himself.
4: In. Yeah, and because uh, Liverpool yeah. have got quite a few decent young players who yeah. who Klopp there, has improved massively. Well, right base. there
5: are there are loads of fullbacks in the last ten years that have, have I think have been suspect in in exactly area, yeah. a little bit. I think Alexander Arnold is a bit like that. I think Kieran Gibbs was always massively oh, like that. Yeah. Um, I would say Carl Walker, as you already mentioned, was a bit like that. I think it just comes with the territory because yeah. of the mm. role they're expected to perform. Especially
1: the, the evolution of that role where yeah. you are playing. It's, Danny Alves has basically made it really hard for yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. by setting that But bar You, you physically
5: high. winced when I just said the word Kieran Gibbs. Yeah. I did.
1: i
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just remembering <laughs> but, 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 a couple of games against Man United actually where he got rinsed.
3: I mean, the, the, the most complete fullback in the last sort of. Ten or fifteen years, whatever it would be. England producer was Ashley Cole, of course, mm. yeah. who, who not only had the, the forward capacity, but defending was, was absolutely magnificent. But it's the slightly more defensive side. But yeah, this yeah, yeah. has been talked um, about. Just
1: before we move on, can I just say uh, I think the Allegri links are actually really fanciful because having looking at what's happened at Old Trafford in the last, you know, basically since Ferguson left very clear that next is either Eric Cantona or David Beckham Yeah, yeah. I hope it is one of those two. can, we, enough, can yeah, we just yeah.
4: touch quickly on Sadio Mane's uh, handball and um, what, the VAR slightly business? sheepish celebration <laughs> which I enjoyed immensely I just think that footballers will start policing themselves because they don't mm. want to look foolish he knows he's handled that. He did know that, definitely. He put it away and he did what I would describe as a half hour celebration, knowing full well that, that goal yeah, was going to get chalked yeah. off. So we might get to the point where players know what they've done, they know it's going to get chalked off because you can't hide from VAR, yeah. uh, and they'll just be, and you'll be able to tell from the way that they celebrate whether yeah. they think oh, they, they, they deserved it or they didn't. And another little dig as well,
3: Solskjaer saying at the end of the game, um, well, I think you know one of the men of the match was the referee. Right. It's like, come no. on, Ollie. Come on. Yeah. I, I feel fuming. like,
1: you know, we were talking about um, it being a Hawkeye style thing where you get three challenges before VAR came in. Maybe you should get three, like,
3: three chances to cheat.
1: Well, I think, <laughs> I think we're going to get yeah. a
5: chance to what, VAR probably later in the show. I'd but, imagine yeah. so. Well,
3: let's move on to Everton West Ham. Big win, much better performance yes. from Everton. Much better.
5: Bernard, he sort of
3: rode his luck, but it was a lovely goal at the same time. It was a lovely feet, wasn't it? It was a lovely yeah. feet, and and to
4: nip in there with the finish, really, just might be worse worst. Time, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. they've I, had such a good run lately, and uh, um, Theo was very, very good. It, it, the ball that he hit against the um, bar—that was a shame. Yeah. Well, it seemed to come off the bar quicker than it went at the bar. <laughs> <I> couldn't <laughs> figure it out.
3: It was all about the angle, mate. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, it was, I'll tell you what that looked like. That looked like Marco Silva has had Everton on the training ground, just going, kind of st- "Stop it! Yeah. Be better." Let's yeah. just get all the basics right, have a <laughs> bit more energy, have a bit more purpose. And that looked like a team that were really fired up mm-hmm. and really well motivated and credit to him. And Andre Gomez coming back into the side. Yeah, that makes a big difference <laughs> as
5: well. Very, very good well, player. I wonder how much of it, I don't want to take anything away from Everton, but I wonder how much of it is to do with this little wobble West Ham are having. I mean, they've not really recovered since they were battered by Oxford United. Mm. <laughs> they, they were. I mean, they were beat 4-0 behind them. <laughs> yeah, and, no, it's think, it's, just, it's yeah. just a funny yeah. sentence, isn't and, it? <laughs> Did they lose? I mean, they, they had... West Ham were doing okay, though. They were doing all right. They lost to to Palace last time out, didn't they? Mm. Yeah, they are doing okay, but what I'm saying is that's four games now without a win, and it all stems from that, that League Cup defeat 4-0 to Oxford United. It kind of, You kind of wonder whether there's mm. a bit of a problem there.
4: I've not um, looked at the table. They're probably like still third. Is there, is there a problem in West Ham...
3: West Ham are not a bad side under Pellegrini, of course, but, I mean, them losing four in a row... I mean, okay, the cup game is a bit rubbish, but that... Yeah. But I think Um, given the investment that's been made... Yeah, losing uh, losing at home to Palace. We know how good Palace are. (laughs) 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 They're looking Uh, a lot better than they were last season. Losing away to Everton, who... You know, squad wise, you could argue maybe a touch better than them. I'm not I mean, surprised. I'd be disappointed
4: it? with the opening goal if I was West Ham. Terrible yeah. bit of work from them.
3: Yeah, but it was nice feet, though.
4: It was nice feet.
3: It's
1: nice to see Alex Iwobi doing well through the middle, I have to say, because that's yeah. always been his position. Shame
3: he never scored that chance. Yeah, mm. yeah. He, but he looks very lively. In fact, that, that sort of three is quite attacking formation, actually Walker, Iwobi, and Bernard behind Richarlison. It looked good. Mm. Richarlison
1: it, had a selfish moment, didn't he? Well, he will. We, yeah, well, quite, yeah. It's a shame, though. That's, that needs to be coached out of him, I think. <laughs> what about
3: Gilfie?
5: Oh, it was nice. Great finish. My favourite
3: it? goal of the weekend.
1: It was yeah. a
5: dictionary definition oh, of Gilfie Sigurdsson. It was yeah, yeah. absolutely
3: gorgeous. The way yeah. still do it. Sold the, sold the defending player. And that finish... It, 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 it's odd, because most people hitting the ball... He's Icelandic. Uh, are very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most people... Hitting the ball from about 20, 25 yards out into the top corner, you would describe as a hit was Sigurdsson. He I would actually it. say it's a finish. <laughs> you know what it. I mean? <laughs> <He stroked it>. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> glorious. The pace and the precision.
5: If you take into the ca- account the fact that he obviously hits a lovely dead ball, uh, that is a, that is a textbook Sigurdsson it's goal. Glorious. I don't know if I agree with you guys about Obi. I, I feel a bit like he flattered to deceive in that game from what I saw, and he's and he's better off the left, isn't he? He's a, he's a better wide forward than he is a playing as a number I, ten. I would act, I would
1: disagree actually. I think that's um, uh, at one wide he often uh, kind of runs out of ideas and that's why uh, quite often at Arsenal when he's played out wide he would he would get into the box and mm. then he would he would not make a decision and it was always like oh, either shoot or pass but mm. don't do neither and yeah. lose the ball which he did a lot but I think he I think he's a lot more focused through the middle
0: uh, but what obviously you think, you know, so
5: you'd be happy with, a, with um, a, a team like Everton who've got ambitions and no, I've had a poor start but they had ambitions at the start of the season to finish certainly in the top six, mm. you'd be happy to have, to so, do that with a Wobi in the hole. I th- I th-
1: well, as an option. It's difficult to say without having seen him play too much there, but I certainly think as an option, as one of the players that plays in there.
3: Mm. Well, I, Fair enough. The, the the platform, of course, in the midfield came from Tom Davis, who should have scored. Yeah. It was a great, great save. I,
1: I, it's interesting with Tom Davis, isn't it? Because he just sort of disappeared. Yeah. Well, like, th- he 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 broke through when he, he was he was quite mm. young, but he still looked like he was a sort of like 27-year-old yeah, singer of no, in really, an indie yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and he, he he looked fantastic, and he, mm. he's just sort of been in and out, out the side for a long time. Well, I
3: think they've got so many sort of combinations and options mm. in there. So to Davis and Gomez played in, in, to give that attacking forward line the sort of the platform they needed, and it, and it really worked. But they've had a few injuries, and I think it was almost not makeshift because Gomez is a starter, and he's quite possibly the best player they have. You could say in terms of performances, or certainly one of them he's that he loved at Goodison Park, as I understand it. So, Silva, Silva's got a lot of combinations in there. As you say, playing Iwobi is in that
5: sort of... Uh, I do think he has to say, I do think that at some point Silva's going to have to decide what his team is. That's but, the problem.
3: You don't have to have the same team every week. I, I understand what you're saying...
5: Yeah, I know what you mean, but the combinations they've used in midfield, I mean, they've made so But many, even up so front, many. though,
3: Moisey Ken is, is, is on the bench. They've got...
5: They're have got they all much of a much, aren't they? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I don't think... To, to defend Silver for a second, I know they played Richarlison up front and he has done that a fair amount before. Mm-hmm. None of those players, whether it's Richarlison, Calvert, Lewin or Ken, are going are demanding to be picked up front, aren't yeah. they? Mm-hmm. And that's probably the problem he's got. True.
3: All right, let's move on to Aston Villa versus Brighton. The 10 men of Brighton nearly held on for a point. Mm. Nearly had a matt target, of course, scored a nice one deep into injury time. It's all about Jack Grealish. Very Grealish performance from him. Yeah, um, he's when Grealish, when he plays like that, which is more and more, it would it would appear, which is great, he's so entertaining. He he's is. one of the most entertaining players in the league. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I, th- I feel with Jack Grealish, he's 24 years old now, and I'm very, very happy that he had a, a, such a good game in front of Gareth Southgate. I'd like to see him in the England setup, but I fear for him, as we've been saying over the last couple of weeks, there are. Uh, in any generation of players, if you have a good crop of players, there are some players that are just going to miss out. Yes. and I wonder if if Grealish is sort of um, he's played best when he has a sort of free role, you know. Mm. And I wonder if that can be accommodated well, at England. But like, I mean, he cr- he's created twenty five chances in nine games this season, and I really hope he isn't one of those players that just so, sort of doesn't fit into yeah. the international set I'd I like f- to see what he can do. Uh, for yeah,
4: exactly. I get the feeling that he would take his uh, opportunity with both hands. I think I think, I think it's, you're it's...
3: right, Pete. I think I think. Grealish maybe a year ago admittedly that was in the championships so it would be unlikely if it yeah. was called
4: this is that. no criticism of him by the way no no of
3: course well, why are you doing that sign um, <laughs> but, uh, well, that's uh, at you ok <laughs> that's a fair comment but I think with Grealish actually I, I, I think the way England the way England set up with with the two midfielders either side of a, of a pivot and sort of going up and down I actually think he could do that and that performance personified that the way that he's willing to get stuck in the way he won the ball back with that sliding tackle which set up um, was it the goal that was eventually disallowed mm. uh, the way he burst into the box to score his goal he's clearly got skill he, he, he can be quite silky on the ball he's uh, a great dribbler of the ball but I think he is act- actually putting he's got the industry now to kind of back it up yeah. and, and giving him the captain's armband I think
4: Dean Smith thought right this will either go one of two ways Well he's sort of saying look take the chance that exactly. you didn't take last time you are in the Premier League yeah. he's, had a, he's had a little time out of yep. the Premier League and he's, yep. he's sort of Seen other players that he would probably regard as being not as good as him. Yeah, take their opportunities and become multi-million. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> well, he's been standing up and being counted and, yeah. for. He's,
3: he's from that part of the world in Birmingham. They they love him there. he has got fans. a peaky blinder haircut. He's got the yeah. peaty blinder haircut. Mm. Uh, and uh, given the armband, was it back in March or whenever mm. he came back from injury? Uh, and and he's taken it with both hands. He's he's now a big game player, and mm. and he's had a lot of crap to, to put up with yeah. uh, as well. You remember that was it Birmingham City when the fan yeah. hit him and all that. He's had loads, like he, but he's, he seems happened. like he's got. Quite broad-shouldered, he's he's matured, and he's, I, and I he's also got
5: pissed quite a lot as well.
3: But I, I, I think that, but I'm hoping that, that's it been the me. past. That, yeah. that comes to the haircut, mate. I'm doing it every weekend. But that's the point, Luke, is that that he he seems to be sort of kicking on from from all that kind of stuff. According to Scott, Sports he's the most fouled player in the league. That was before yeah, that Liverpool, Man United. So I don't know whether there was a player in there. But
1: he carries the ball really well, doesn't yeah. he? Which would which would draw a lot of fouls, I suppose. And again, that is something that, w- that w- could. Potentially,
4: be
5: really, really useful for England. Taking yeah. the hit well, off
4: certain <clears throat> Crystal Palace players. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel. I feel.
5: I feel like obviously, uh, well, uh, against Brighton, he played off the left, or cutting onto his right foot, right. So he mm-hmm. plays an attacking midfield role, but off the left, they're a front three for Villa. <clears throat> without getting too tactically tactical about it, the problem is if you're talking about him in the England setup, and I'm not against him being in the squad or anything, but clearly he's a talented player, and you mm-hmm. can see him given an England option, perhaps if they need to unlock a door late on in a game, I can understand that. But he's not pushing his way into that first eleven. Mm. And so I guess maybe Gareth Southgate thinks, well, I don't really need to pick him mm. just yet. No. Uh, he's still got plenty of plenty of time ahead of him. And um he's one of the things that wasn't mentioned actually is just that he was also done really well to pick himself up from I'm fairly certain he, he thought he was on his way, didn't he? I think wasn't it wasn't there talk that the Spurs were gonna go and sign him and a yeah. few long. seasons ago though, wasn't it? That oh, was a couple of years ago, but it went down the line mm. a long way. And he had to pick himself up and re equip himself again and he's done that. I think I think he's an exciting player to watch. I like him. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know whether he's particularly gonna add too much to England at this point, but I mean he's still no. got time on his side, hasn't he? But he's he's
3: he's making himself in the, the you know, beginning to teeter on the edge of the conversation. And yeah. bearing in mind some of the players in those positions, it's, he's he done I mean, very well. He's he's
5: essentially occupying the place that Sterling plays for England at the moment though, right? So.
3: No, no, no! I see that I, 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 he, for me, would be in one of the midfield three, not in the front. Mm. Three.
5: But, he, but he's literally not playing in that for Villa at the moment. Well,
3: but at times though, are you sure?
5: Yeah, he's playing off the front, off the off the left, and the front three. Sure, for, for
3: Villa. Yeah. At times, though, he play, he has played more. The well, centre- he obviously yeah. interprets
5: the role completely differently to Sterling. He's yeah. a different type of player. But,
3: that, but I'm saying, based on some of the performances, I think he could play that role. You know, Dele Alli plays in a different position for Spurs, but yeah. for England and Jesse Lingard for England at the World Cup, they did a, a well. Job. Neither
5: of them play for England now, no,
3: but in the World <laughs> Cup they did, and they were a part of a side that went to the semi final and they played that role quite well. So I think he could uh, interpret it slightly differently. Uh, but there we are. Let's let's not talk about England because it's not the international break. No. And Roll like on the next one. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Can't be that long now. <laughs> uh,
4: uh, Aaron Moy, Silly Boy. So now for something a little different. Co-op came to us talking about their new time-saving meals that are easy to cook and are easy on the environment. And they thought that we might want to come up with some ideas on how football clubs could be more responsible when it comes to sustainability. Co-op, they're going to be providing the actual ethical choices uh, with their new style uh, food packaging. We're going to be providing the silly. So, lads, how would you make football more sustainable, more environmentally friendly? Straight away bang right
5: in rugby mm-hmm. you see and some other sports as well you see teams players who aren't starting the game or are on the bench who are trying to warm up um they don't do what football players do and run up and down the touchline and mm-hmm. wait for the camera to be on them before they try yeah, yeah they're yeah, on yeah. um they're on static bikes like but like static like push bikes yeah, yeah, yeah and they use those to warm up now if you got a whole squad mm. uh, minus the 11 are actually playing to use those bikes to warm up. You could harness that energy and then use that to power, I don't know, something.
4: <laughs> I, don't know, I don't want, want you to power. Really. I'm not going to tell that, you how yeah. to use your uh, sustainable energy, your renewables. Yeah, leave it to the experts. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. that's what I would do. Surely they should just hook up everyone in the gym because the, obviously they're lifting things, they're pulling things, they're yeah. dragging things. The bikes are there anyway. Bikes are there anyway. It reminds
3: me, actually, and we 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 laughed at the time the monster raving loony party. Yeah, they the, the, they said that uh, joggers should be put on mm. machines as they can still get their to do, do their runnings. Yeah, uh, but those machines would power some, you know, maybe home heating lights. or something like that yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so this is what you're tapping into
1: hugely mm. floodlights are a good point as well though, Luke, because obviously I think night games in particular mm. must use up a lot of energy yeah. so I'd like to see night games uh, played in a slightly different way with no floodlights and uh, the, the team's painted in in luminescent paint, with the right. kits faithfully rendered on their nude bodies, right. um, but also the ball and the pitch markings and and the goals would have to be
4: would have to be luminous as well. But mm. I think that that would make for an interesting spectacle. But, but way a bit the, different. The way that luminous paint works is that it has to be kind of I think charged up with the sun anyway, so they'd all have to sit in sun lamps before they run out which kind of offsets your energy anyway well, it's kind of difficult well, some parts I, don't, of I don't mind it. it it's <laughs> not me out there is it some <laughs> parts
3: of the world it would work Yeah, you know, but, it's but, quite Tron-esque
5: sort of it is yeah it would look to, like that Yeah, but the referee should have no paint at all he just ghosts around oh, yeah. only his right. whistle should be luminous so it's like a floating whistle everywhere <laughs> But what,
4: what about referees who are really smiley and happy to be there you'd be able to see their teeth Well, they'd still get to do games in the daytime. (laughs) Oh, oh, God,
1: luminous teeth as well, just for the fun of it. Yes. That'd be good.
4: Well, you could sort of strip down uh, to have no clothes on at all so you're completely invisible. You could grab the ball. You could have someone take a shot. You could grab the ball, bend it around the wall, Mm. into the back of the net. A header would
5: would look like the player had teethed it in. It'd be great. (laughs) What you could do, even, you could
4: get one of those, like, you know, those Roy
1: Lichtenstein, um, like, Make up things people do now. So people people paint themselves to look like they're a pop art picture. Just do that. Just realistic, well, unrealistic renderings of the
4: players' actual faces. Yes. in luminous paint. This has got legs. It has got well. It's got luminous paint. That's what it's got. <laughs> I would probably take because obviously the big uh, problem with um, single-use plastic is it's everywhere a football ground and there's no way of escaping it. But also the sustainability of uh, getting all of those continental strength lagers. Oh, yeah. Into the stadium as well. Yes. Bring your own home brew homebrew make your own hooch mm. for but at the, the concourse at
5: the top level in this country yeah. you can't actually drink alcohol and view of the pitch anyway so and I'm saying it's a mistake so you're you're bringing your own homebrew in to stand <laughs> yeah. in the concourse and drink it probably yeah, drag exactly. it, dragging
4: your bathtub on wheels to the <laughs> All right. make some trying to sell it make some prison cider where you just get um, a lot of um, uh, fruits, put it in a carrier bag and put it in a toilet cistern how are you days. saving the
5: environment prison, prison cider, cider. <laughs>
4: Really. <laughs> exactly
3: delighted to know that you know how to make that at all <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: maybe yeah, like yeah. for the for the World Cup or big international tournaments they should always be played in is it northern Norway where it never gets dark yes, the yes. Summer. that's a good idea get them up there lovely
5: be very then, cold with any clothes on then, yeah. and also everyone would have to travel there that's terrible to the environment That's have to go there ah. by dog sled and they play there all right, in yes. the summer we should scrap the World Cup Second and just have a
3: Scandinavian championship. Yeah. And that replaces the World Cup. I'd be up for that. It's lovely up there. <laughs> Fantastic.
4: Yeah. Uh, so there's your four, three or four <laughs> silly ideas from Football Ramble Daily. Uh, but when it comes to stuff that we do ourselves as consumers, it just means making more ethical choices. Every time you go to the fridge, every time you go to the shop, uh, to get some food in to, to, to eat while you're watching the football or while you're watching like Champions League or internationals on telly uh, in the next few weeks. Co ops, irresistible paella, fish pie, and macaroni cheese, for example, have all said goodbye to the plastic. All excellent choices. 100% uh, compostable carrier bags as well available in over a thousand stores nationwide means that you've got options getting it home as well. It's just about making small changes to your routine, responsible choices uh, every single day. So that little section has been brought to you by Co-op. It's what we do.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: Welcome back to uh, the Football Ramble. Football Ramble Daily, everybody. Luke, what are you trying to say, mate?
5: Oh, um <laughs> better way forward to score updates. I'll do that first. Go on, um, right then. I think it rolls over because no one had it. I think two, three or four players had it going into the... Palace-Man-City game. I think Danny Ings knocked a lot of people off their perch, Mm. Um, but there were a few people that went in, but none, none of them had Jesus, so it rolls over again, so the jackpot gets even bigger. Um, go to betway.com forward slash four to score to play for free for a chance to win I think it's it's around £200,000 now it's a big big prize Um, Tammy Abraham was gym selection that was a no should have been though Adama Traore was a no Mm. Raheem Sterling was a no and big Bobby Firmino was a no but we press on we go again why didn't I go over Jimenez on Friday seems seems Mm. insane I don't know but he never
3: scored the first
1: one it was Danny Innes yeah
5: exactly Uh, Firmino let you down as well Marcus He did. if you want to come and see us live um, we Five oh. shows left in England. Holy um, moly. Birmingham, Newcastle, Leeds, Ast- um, Aston Villa, almost Aston Villa then. Norwich, sorry, <laughs> and Salford. Uh, this week is what? Leeds and Newcastle, you isn't used, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we go Norwich, Birmingham, They're then gonna Salford. They're going to be Belters. Come yeah, meet my are. family on yeah. the
4: Newcastle leg. Yeah. Great. Purely
5: Belters. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Purely Rambler- bel- dot com
5: you. to get tickets. They're running out fast. Five shows to go. That's it. Uh So get get your get your get your tickets where you can. We're having a lovely time.
3: Now it's time for emails with PD.
4: Email from Jolly, interesting name. It is uh, their second name though. Hello Ramblers, Uh, we live in a divisive time with discourse on matters of great importance, the outcomes of which will shape generations to come. I'm of course writing to you about one such topic, a discussion which in recent times has divided families, friends and even more recently, our very own Football Ramble Discord. The topic mm-hmm. in question is the preferred matchday snack. Detractors who have lost their way will state that their preferred snack is the hot dog because of its ergonomic design, making it easy to hold and eat without the need of utensils. Is this the creeping Americanization of football, or what will be next? Churros and half-time shows. I like a churros. Yeah. I love churros. I love churros, yeah. 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 All over
3: you. Um, <laughs> Not the support
4: he wanted.
1: No, <laughs> um, I, I, I like a half time hot dog. Although, yeah. um, I, 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 I think I've
5: stopped doing them. At
1: the, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've stopped doing them at the Emirates. So you you oh. can get a 14 pound cheeseburger
5: though. So <laughs> nice. Wow.
1: yeah. Blimey. It
5: used to just be pies and that was it, you know? Yeah. Used to really get uh, my, my memory of going to Fratton Park, it used to be pies or, weirdly, they'd only sell king size chocolate bars. That's right, yeah. Yeah, mm. and, that, and that would be it. And you'd get like a, a beer or a coffee or. Bother I think yeah.
4: pa- the pies, the thing, the problem is the pies became uh, very kind of mechanical kind of looking things in in professional packaging and stuff. Yeah. Like the pies used to just come in. Yeah, foil remember, yeah. used to be like circular meat pies and just, they do absolutely lovely. But now they just become like off circular the shelf kind pies. of like uh, circular I, meat I, I, pies. I been, yeah. Yeah, Um, I I do. Like they've been scooped off a cow. Yeah, so I guess. (laughs) I do miss the meat pies at football. I mean, Uh, I'm sure that you have them in various places. But I reckon that hot. I mean, it is quite difficult to eat eat a a meat pie, and as we're trying to reduce our packaging, uh, maybe it's not the most greatly desired substance. Yeah, but it just gets everywhere, and you need to just mm. overcompensate with a lot of um, paper towels Mm. and stuff like that. Hot dog is easier to eat. Hot dog is easier. And you've got options
1: with the mustard and things like that. I think uh, in Spain. The the snack of choice is unshelled peanuts and marijuana. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: Specifically at the new camp that
1: yeah. is they, they,
3: and, and at the Bernabeu.
5: That one time. The it, it, they, uh, loved, uh, they loved they love um, they love sesame seeds. Mm. They love it. They love yeah. sesame a seed. seed. There's so much admin involved. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I, th- I, th- I think that there's an element to this of kind of oh, back in my day it used to be this, and now the America Americanisation or the entertainmentisation of football
1: means as, that- it as if a sausage is un-British in yeah, some way. But yeah. but
4: give people a choice. Give, yeah, choice. give me a chili. Give the guys. Give me forces. a fucking corn dog.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, and do you remember that. when <laughs> FC St. Pauli had a sausage train yeah. in their VIP section? Yeah. Yeah. Bring that in.
4: You might just a, just that a in. sort of
1: pipe. Sausage, sausage with slurry out of it. Sausage
4: drawing, dropping oh, sausages yeah. down my throat.
3: Okay.
1: Clip that this as well.
3: Is... And <laughs> uh, Jim just mentioned something about a sausage pipe, okay? Yeah. So yeah. Shall we. Cool, uh, Slurry pull an end to that.
4: <laughs> oh, are you administering yeah, the uh, email the, what, section? No, Sorry, I'm sugi- Marcus. I'm, no, I never said that. I say you get in your sausage and get out of town, all right? Well, yeah. we'll, we'll Justin right Griffith has got in touch. Hello, <laughs> Justin. Uh, if you were uh, doing a fantasy football league where you got points based on how much a player looked like a laid-off mill worker who drinks during the day at the bar where he starts fights with strangers, would anyone cost more than Harry Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> fantastic story. I think Milner would be up there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Um, uh, that's very who was that from uh, I've got to skip back I've moved on because I'm trying to you know oi. clip on to yeah. the next email because you child. got upset Justin.
5: How? how why, would Pete, why should Pete know who the name of the email is because well, right? I yeah, moved yeah,
4: yeah. to the next email because Marcus right. was very interested in moving Peter. on Peter move on to the next email now I dictate the pace here on, I'm on. PLO. that's it um,
5: <laughs> uh, Chris late
4: stage PLO. <laughs> Yeah, different like MLS days. <laughs> very, very much like the PLO swilling a big glass of wine around a vineyard. <laughs> oh,
5: we're playing football,
4: uh, are we? <laughs> yeah. Chris, a suffering Derby fan. Hello, chaps. Uh, loved the live show in Sheffield on Thursday. It mm. was a lot of mm. fun, that one. Uh, one of the topics of chat that came up with uh, was uh, Graham Cedis' friendship with Dale Winton. Yes. And this jogged yeah. my memory about an unlikely uh, football uh, friendship that I read out about a few years ago. Terry Henry is good friends with Charlene Spiteria of Texas fame. Yes. He yeah. was in a video, wasn't he? Yeah, a recent really Texas strange. video. Oh, like
5: unexpected friendships in football is a yeah, great, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. great one. Nice. A, a, a famous crazy. one is Noel Gallagher and... Um, um, Messi? Uh, uh, Del Piero, isn't it? Although, oh, yeah. They don't oh, share yeah. a language, but Del Piero That's loves right. Oasis. That's right. And they just somehow mates. He, yeah, he invited him to the World Cup semi-final. That's right. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Went into
4: that. Yeah. Um, Where's our famous friends, got? Mm, God damn uh, it?
3: Clive Tilsey. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. We met him at pub once, didn't we? yes we did yeah. uh, who, who was that from Sheffield was that someone we were having a little drink with after oh I don't know tell you what there was a chap Was the,
4: the name of the email there? Chris oh, okay. oh, well the well lovely
3: done. chap called Mark Sheffield Wednesday fan he's been listening to us for 10 years
4: good man yeah. wow. I mean I said he was a suffering Derby fan so maybe listen to the emails I'm doing on yeah. the email section oh he's got oh. you there oh yeah we're getting an outro jingle you email sharp football It's like a mic drop, that. Sorry, everybody. Excellent excellent section. Well administered from the young Donaldson. From the the young Donaldson. The the Jack Grealish of uh, emails. Indeed. Uh, Wayne Rooney
3: will be playing for Derby soon.
4: Yes he will, yeah. So yeah, They yeah, crashed and is, out uh, They lost 4-1 they? In their in 5-1 the oh, yeah. Had a bit of a
3: meltdown Didn't they In their yeah. ecky time Alright mm. he, mm. he played very well For that team though Didn't he uh, Brought for, a lot to the league For a bit For a bit Yeah As the, as often they do Usually at the start People are a bit like <laughs> oh, I don't know whether I can be bothered with this And then it's going oh, no, no, no 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 Come on Respect mm, Professional. Yeah. Rooney yeah, was hard. I think More the other way around Yeah like
5: in everyone else In this room I didn't watch MLS so okay. us just different times over. Yeah. yeah
3: when we're in America, we'll do it. We'll be able yeah. to yeah. Um, we'll pretend that we did. Get involved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Leicester City beat Burnley 2-1 a welcome win for Leicester of course mm. as they remembered their their late owner uh, one year on from yeah. the tragic helicopter crash. But it was I mean it was a good win but obviously VAR played its part. Uh, Chris Woods uh, Chris Woods scored the goal uh, to begin with. I'd tell you what Casper Michael did that brilliant thing where the goalkeeper goes absolutely mad at everyone yeah. when the goal goes in and I sort of watched it back and I think Schmeichel's probably a little bit disappointed that he didn't do better with it because yeah. so slightly... that's normally
5: how it works yeah. yeah
3: and he thinks no 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 everyone else's fault but mine yeah. uh, and, and
5: goes <laughs> mad aka uh, Paul Ince at Wolves <laughs> the entire time he was there. Yes. I don't know why I always mention that. I think it might have been because they were in the same division as Portsmouth for a while around that time. But he was the king of just shouting at everyone all the games. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, he loved it. Uh, Johnny Evans, of course, was clipped by Big Chris. And he was adamant that he'd been, been tripped. Sean Dyche was angry. He said he'd seen it back 37 times and thought VAR made the wrong decision. Interesting
1: number, yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Time. I mean, I... Uh, on the on the match of the day analysis, they they spoke about how he does uh, he does clip him, whether it, it be intentional or not. Um, but again, Useful even even, even then, like yeah. it's, it's it's very hard to see. But I suppose that is what this is for, isn't it? It's for for for, for making those those calls that are very difficult to see in real time.
3: Yeah, the the, the debate is whether he meant it. I don't think he did no. mean it. But should that uh, sway the decision? Either way, we see sometimes penalties are given if a defender accidentally trips are forward mm. when he clearly doesn't mean to but he's impinged him and would Evans have got the ball that is slightly again, the, does that matter yeah, the, I don't the think opportunity
1: for him to do that yeah. has been taken
3: away hasn't I mean it? he certainly had a better chance of getting the ball if he was running and not mm. uh, tripped up in any sort of way so I understand the frustrations of both people yeah. of both sides I mean, again it's um, any of us around this table buttocks. would be absolutely fuming if that happened to our team
1: Yeah, I, I, mean...
5: I, I just feel like I didn't see much of the day um, so forgive me if I'm repeating what's already been said or, or whatever but I don't feel like it's been implemented properly. Mm. I, I, I feel like the best way of implementing it is for the referee to be told... F- yeah, I'm, I'm happy for it to be at a fairly high fre- threshold in principle that he's made a mistake and he needs to go and look at something again because mm. the referee's referee in the game. Now, we see that at in international mm. tournaments and I believe we see it in other leagues around Europe. What's happening at the moment is it's being overruled by another official who's got no feel of how the game is mm. we know because we've all watched thousands of football games and we know because we've interviewed referees on this very network where they've said I referee a game this way sometimes I referee a game oh. that way the only person who can get in touch with that and really tap into it is the referee himself mm. so in the case the best example um would perhaps be that um that um Watford Spurs penalty dis- yeah. Oh, yeah. decision With
3: Delafe that was yeah. crazy
5: now The referee needs to go to the side of the pitch and look at that again.
3: Well, this is what what Ali Shearer was saying.
5: Okay, so and then the referee, I feel like, in that situation specifically, needs to go, okay, now I'm seeing it from this angle. Mm -hmm. I didn't have this angle before. Mm -hmm. Do I now think this is a penalty? And if you don't, I mean, in that case, you've got fucking rocks in your head. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, then it's your decision because you're the referee and you'll be judged by an assessor on your performance anyway. What's happening at the moment, as we all know, is it's getting something in their ear from someone who's not even at the game, not even got the pace of the game, saying you should be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. And and to me, it's all wrong. It I felt like watching the games I watched back on Saturday, and then by the time I got to the end of the Man United Liverpool game, I didn't really feel like I knew where I was coming or going. To be honest, I felt like the situation has changed to such an extent that we are now watching football in a different way. And it's not me being like an old white boring guy saying oh, I don't like change. And give, I give me a pie. It. I yeah, do give me a pie. <laughs> I get it, but I feel like they're not even helping themselves at this stage. Do, I do you I, think
1: part? Sorry, Pete. Do you think part of it is that that everyone's paranoid about it slowing the game down. Uh, and that is changing the spectacle well exactly, um, that the referees have perhaps been told or are choosing to not go over to the side but, of the pitch. And But Jim, where does this come from, the slowing the game down thing? Well, I think that was one of the worries beforehand, wasn't it? Just but, one but of the sort of in, within the general... But the game the is slowed
5: thing. down for loads of reasons.
1: No, right? I mean, oh, this, this does but add just, on...
3: To, you see games in Serie A regularly now with seven or eight minutes injury time, so it sure, is slowing yeah. up the game. But
1: I wonder, do you have the fourth official who's also present at the game and aware of the feel of it just go and look at the, look at the video at the side of the pitch? If it... If it, why have it there if you also, not going to
4: it and also again I've said it before we started today like have the referee have some kind of wearable tech where he can actually watch it he doesn't need, need to run to the side of the pitch I love these, this these idea. clips are curated in such a way that it's only like the five seconds that, that, that it's important that the guy needs to look at quick zoom Quick look at where the feet are, the position and stuff like that. Do it that way. Or just quick have check your step count. Quickly step count. Yes. A candy craft. Check, yeah, e- check some emails. <laughs> <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is better. You could the giffery. <laughs> you wear it on your arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just have uh, two or three referees. Uh, each referee watching a different angle. And it's a live. You don't get any replays. Just a live. Was it a foul? Was it this? Was it that? I like beep, it, it. Beep beep beep. Slightly like, sort of bombastic Well, just 20... inst- instantly done. So like there's it. no no one's getting overruled because the referees are. It's implicit that the referees. Mm-hmm. Each referee in that truck mm-hmm. is seeing a different angle uh, and a different elevation of yes. the action. But no replays, just referee it four different ways and vote. So you, and that's yeah. just the way it fucking more now goes. You're getting, referees. Now you're getting mad. More He's referees. Voting. No, we it's mad. need more.
5: Look, it's already mad.
4: He, started off saying, he started off
5: saying the game's going to be slowed down, and Marcus agreed. And you're now you're talking about four referees. It's not slowed
4: down, though, because it's literally... It's a vote. Every referee would stop the match in the way that they would stop the match. So they go, that was a foul, that was a foul, that was a handball, that wasn't a foul. So say if one referee thinks either on the pitch or off the pitch, thinks it's a, a foul and nobody else does, the game doesn't stop. So Uh-oh. it's an instant thing. And and there's it, no instant replays over and over again. It
3: employs more referees as well.
5: Yeah, keep, yeah. Them, keep them off the street. <laughs> no. so to me, I think, if you're going to adopt VAR, which we've decided that everyone, everyone's decided they are, you have to do it. So if, if it's been decided that it's been implemented... I don't personally particularly like it, but it's happening. I accept it. It's going to happen. Right? I think you've then got to go all in. You've then got to say, this is still the referee. Because all the literature that came out beforehand, well, not all of it, but some of it was saying stuff like, the referee will still have the final decision. The referee is the guy in charge of the game. But the referee in charge of the game. Let him be in charge of the game. And if it means we have to have eight or nine minutes of injury time at the end of each game, that's just how it's going to be for now till we smooth it out and maybe get it a little bit more efficient. Maybe the wearable tech thing is, is an option in the future. But ultimately, I think the final decision should come down to the referee. It, because as far as I know, it's not fucking Howard Webb in that fucking room. It's not, it's not some of the most decorated referees ever. We
3: need to meet these people.
5: We do. Who are they? Who are they? Well, Who are these something. traitors?
3: Leicester City are now third in Good the Premier them. League. They yeah. are just two points behind Manchester City. Lovely
5: goal by Tillemans as well. Lovely yeah. goal. Yeah. Also, I- eight
3: points, Jim, behind Liverpool. Is Brendan Rodgers on the verge? On. It could be of on. a title win. Yeah, un- <laughs> ver- imagine it.
5: Is he on the verge of a title win <laughs> at the, at the sh- when he's eight points off the top in October? Mm. That's, I don't know about you guys, but that's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Liverpool and Man City could you both
1: spectacularly mate. collapse. <laughs> uh, he's lost it. Do you think he's lost it now? <laughs> Did you hear the very beginning of the show?
3: <laughs> I think. I think could Palace steal I mean, in and and come break up come mate, Brendan's free season. Crystal Palace second, Arsenal relegated. There we go. Yeah. Nice, I like it. Yeah, Thank you. we go. I don't like it. <laughs>
1: Newcastle
4: seventeenth.
1: Um, why don't people realise? They're safe. Yeah,
4: fine. I'll take None it. of this will happen. Can we, can we take it now? <laughs> I'll take it now. <laughs> what do you mean? You need me to do? <laughs> uh, hand over the, those magic beans.
5: <laughs> are they on the verge? <laughs> <laughs> why don't they can almost taste it? <laughs> <laughs> I like can almost <laughs> taste it. They're so close. I mean, Betway have got about 150 to one, so you know what to do. He used Whoa, to be oh, a what, what, what was the,
3: was it, was it a 5,000 to one when they won the league? Yeah, true. Now they're 150 yeah. to one. Look at the stats, people. Yeah. You'd be he a mug
1: not to bet on that, Absolutely slashing those odds. He used to be a Fulham fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happened. i yeah, no, a Man United he, fan.
0: Marcus Sports,
5: <laughs> anywhere, Brendy is. Uh, that's not true.
1: Yeah, come on, it doesn't sound like it's not true. All right. Well, look. So, why? Well, before we move on from this game, why don't people realise that if you abuse Jamie Vardy, he he'll just score. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. will score. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Don't do that.
5: <laughs> he's a machine. Yeah, he's an absolute machine. It's ridiculous. Um, for yeah, because Vardy's because record he's, in the Premier he, League. Because he's got a risible character. It does it's go weirdly under, enjoyably though. Yeah, it goes, but it goes underplayed. And how how good? He, I mean, that goal he scored was, it was a brilliant goal. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's it's a, a textbook no mucking about. How
3: old is Vardy now? He's what thirty two.
5: Something like that. Yeah,
3: he's just. He's, he seems to be getting faster
1: the yeah, older he gets.
3: Just out of spite, almost. Yeah, it's like a, a Tarley esque sort yeah. of pace at that age. I
5: feel like with with Vardy, there is there's an element to him where there's there's not really any sort of mucking around or debate. It's just that, you know sometimes you will you maybe seeing... he
3: should when he retires he should be Vardy working VAR.
5: But but I don't ever I don't ever remember people having big discussions about how. Oh, because he came into the Premier League at Leicester. He came to prominence, didn't he? He's had a phenomenal four, career. 14, 15. And in 15, 16, he's got, that was when he got 24 Premier League goals. Yeah. And he's been consistent at And ever that since. was when
1: he, he, he broke the record for scoring in consecutive games as yeah, well. Is that right? That, that was in Leicester's Premier did. League. Yes. Title, yeah. Yeah.
5: but But my point just merely is that I don't remember any, I might be wrong, but I don't remember at any point people going, oh, you know he just needs to get one off his, off his ass to yeah, get no, back no, no, to the no, yeah, yeah. He's played almost every Premier League game and this, he just consistently scores over and over again.
3: I know this is a strange thing, but it, it's... Well, Going go and by Vardy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a shame for him personally, obviously, that he's come along at a time when Harry Kane was the starting striker for England. And, and obviously Kane was top scorer in the World Cup if we go back to the last tournament. But Vardy, I would have loved to have seen him you know maybe a year or two before or whatever given a proper role because you know mm. how he just doesn't respect anyone yes. <laughs> imagine playing against a defence he, he wouldn't care yeah, he would, I was
1: yeah. really hoping he would get a goal for England at the World Cup yeah. just to sort of really put the cherry on top of that story I know
5: what you mean you, you're absolutely right You if, got one at
3: the Euros
1: though if, if,
5: you, if you if you, if England drew again ge- had a game coming up in the quarter final of the World Cup yeah. against I don't know the best Brazil team Yeah, or Germany could, or something Vardis would wouldn't team. give a shit yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Glorious, glorious. He probably wouldn't score. But he wouldn't give a yeah, shit. Yeah. Well,
3: the way he's going, he should pick up his second Premier League winner's medal soon enough. We're <laughs> yeah, uh, right, on the verge. Let's go down to the championship where West Brom uh, beat Middlesbrough 1 0. Thomas Henry Alex Robson Carnu, or Hal, as we affectionately call him, uh, with the goal off the bench. Slavon Bilic's boys, uh, they're on top of the league. I, I mean, I've enjoyed the fact that you've given his full name there. I'm a big mm. fan of a, of, a,
1: of a footballer's weird full name like um, yeah. Joseph Dave Gomez. Or oh, hmm. Luke Shaw's
5: full name is Luke Paul Horshaw. <laughs> Horshaw! <laughs> nice. Lord Horshaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the way also Marcus said that we affectionately call him Hal. Right?
4: Has been really, <laughs> be really taken about him in yeah, yeah. the last two years? Yeah. mate, I took yeah. him to that Hal, and he scored that goal like, yeah. oh, against oh, Belgium. Come, oh, on. come on, That was brilliant. Imagine, but, imagine that, like it's, we, one we, go- it's one of those. Go- Philippe Albert's goal against oh, go. uh, Manchester United, gets a and uh, and his goal against Belgium. I sort of got. There's if I see that on, online, yeah. I have to watch it. But imagine what we think that as as would Imagine what Welsh people think of that goal. It just I'll tell you what. The Manx Street Preachers have a hard time putting his full name into that song oh yes it was.
3: that
5: awful song well that's at mm. top of the league now Billich's
3: boys Billich's mm. boys are having a lovely old time
5: it's a really um, interesting oh, top of the championship as usual I've been impressed yeah. with QPR they're a little wobble but they're, they're playing some nice stuff yeah, they they're are. doing well um it's, it's anyone's pick, as usual. Are you a bit worried a... for
3: Jonathan Woodgate? They're, yes. 21st, 10 points for 12 games, lost four in the last Ho, five.
5: Who'd have thought Jonathan Woodgate wouldn't be a very good manager? Oh, come on. Yeah, come Jim's on. Jim's raised his hand. Pete and
3: I are not raising our hands. Right,
5: it's 50-50. I like well, him. you didn't vote. It's his second referendum. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Back to the polls.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need technology. We need technology <laughs> yeah. to work this oh, sort of thing out. Oh, <laughs> Woodgate.
5: Who'd have thought a man who ejected himself from a bar by accidentally glassing himself in the Apparently face. he was very deliberate. Yeah, okay. Well, he's not burning Middlesbrough very deliberately, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I haven't watched much of them. I'm happy to be proven wrong,
3: but they're not doing very well. No, but Stoke City weren't doing very well, and they've had another win. They beat Fulham. They uh, Their first home win since March, back-to-back league win since January. It was all despite Fulham having 78 possession.
5: Yeah, it was a textbook 2-0. I mean, obviously Stoke scored early, didn't they? 78 Percent of the possession, yeah. Say. yeah. I think you understood that. Yeah, Carry on, sorry. I, I, I got it, yeah. yeah. I'm used <laughs> to your anachronism uh, anachronisms, <laughs> yes. Um, but the, it was a textbook 2-0 as far as I saw because Stoke obviously went one up, mm. Fulham kept pushing, mm. that's the way they play, Fulham keep didn't all the create ball very much, though. No, but then Stoke, then Stoke hit him on the yeah. break end, didn't they?
3: It's slightly concerning, I mean, for Fulham because they've got a brilliant front line, yet they seem a little bit blunt at times up front. Bear in mm. mind, you've Mitrovic there, knockout, and I think Mitch did
5: have a chance and Kearney had a chance as well didn't he? he went quite close Yeah but I think
3: they they often rely on Kearney just or or just knock bang one in yeah, yeah. Or, or Cavallero so
5: yeah Well so. do you think they should be doing a lot better with the players they've got then
3: Yeah I think I think there's there's been games that Fulham have have not created much or they've not taken their chances because I think teams sit deep against them because they know Fulham like uh, to play with a lot of possession and then they can be got at the other end a little bit so I, I Stoke, find, Stoke equipped
5: themselves very very well I find the Stoke thing fascinating because I mean Nathan Jones' record there uh, as we mentioned a few weeks ago is just absolutely appalling Yeah, and um Yeah, he he wasn't moved on. He wasn't fired. And Mm -hmm. we said at the time, and I spoke to a friend of mine who's a Stoke fan, that there must be something something going on behind the scenes there as to why he's not being moved on and why he's doing such a bad job because he was excellent in in the job before that. And he's clearly quite a forward-thinking, interesting guy. And now they win these back... Back-to-back games and a and game against Fulham. I mean, I'm, for all you've said about Fulham's frailties, there they're a good team and they're yeah, going to they be there or thereabouts probably. So it's a good win yeah. if they can build that platform and, and Jones can finally get his ideas across. They've got some good young players at Stoke and it could be it could be interesting to see how they do. good well be. Uh,
3: let's go to the FA Cup. Regrettably, we have to go to the FA Cup, the fourth qualifying round match, of course. Uh, between Haringey Borough and Yeovil Town uh, was abandoned after reports of racist abuse by fans. The Haringey goalkeeper, who believes from Cameroon, was reportedly spat at and racially abused, according to uh, the Haringey manager. Uh, the, the, the Haringey side did say Yeovil Town players and managers apparently tried to calm sections of the away fans, and, and they supported Haringey in their decisions. Yeah. Uh, their decision to walk off uh, the pitch, but so soon after the. the Incidents in uh, Sofia in Bulgaria. Mm. You've and Bulgaria. You seen in, this. in the week that the Premier League have had their "No Room for
1: Racism" campaign. Now I appreciate this is this is separate from the Premier League, but, but yeah, I get football point. has to join up on this. Uh, if you've read the details of this, it's, it is disgusting. Yeah, it no, har- sounds heartbreaking interview feral. with
4: the uh, Harangay boss as well. He was just he was in tears after mm. the match. Yeah, and,
1: I mean, but but this the Oval have just. I, I think the will have to be kicked out of the, the FA Cup here. I don't know what the protocol is, but that that is that is what the, the Harangay manager said. They don't really. Don't really know. It's a bit. What, it's a no bit of a landmark really season, isn't frozen. it? I, yeah, think, I, I, think I would. Like, I
4: would suggest that um, teams do keep walking off because it's yeah. the only way that the FA will. will I mean, you look at. The way that the FA—they've got a pretty wretched mm. record at dealing with stuff mm. like that. You look at, you know, from John Terry to Millwall's ten grand fine uh, mm-hmm. for uh, at the start of this season. Yeah. You compare that to the Huddersfield Town uh, kit debacle. What was that? Fifty grand. Like yeah, yeah. hit them where it hurts. Hit them in an administrative capacity where they have to make decisions on stuff, reschedule games, and and, and hit them financially. Uh, because mm. at the end of the day, that's the kind of the only language football authorities. Can but fundamentally the, understand,
5: but the problem is at that level. I mean, it's worth pointing out at the time of recording, two men have been arrested mm. and are in custody uh, on suspicion of racially aggravated common assault. Um, so it is being dealt with. The people, the, the antagonists, are being dealt with fairly swiftly. I'm, I'm sure they'll be punished um, to the full extent of the law if they're found guilty, as as it should happen. The problem is, and I'm not, I'm not defending the behaviour. Obviously, because it's disgraceful, and I, and I broadly agree with the action that was taken by Haringey Town. Is that you're talking about financially punishing a 120-year-old football club to the point where they might go out of business because every mm-hmm. team at that level <clears throat> is in huge financial problems anyway? Then it's kind of—I'm not suggesting that, 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 that I know I have the answers here. And clearly, it's very easy for for the Premier League in this case, as you mentioned, Jim, to do a "no room for racism" thing and a slick-looking marketing campaign. They're the easy things to do, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Because they're not taking affirmative proper action, and clearly, affirmative proper action needs to be taken. I just get nervous when you have two guys who do something despicable and disgraceful and illegal, and you know have been arrested for it. You're then talking about punishing a centre focal point. I'm, of community. I'm, I'm
4: not. I'm not talking about punishing the, the, the actual side. Of you in, in, in well, probably in this case that the, there needs to be something done. But keep walking off. Keep giving the FA headaches that they have to sort out. Oh, yeah, I agree you know with what that, I mean? but, so
5: Jim's, but Jim's just called for Yeovil Town to be kicked out the FA Cup. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I, well. I think
1: you know they need to take a hit on that. You know, for the sort of greater good of of, of what happens, because it'll we, happen in other weekends. Happen. It'll
4: happen at other weekends, and and this season needs to be uh, there needs to be a line drawn, and it is societal. It's not going to start and end with course. football, but there needs to be some pretty harsh lessons learned. I think. Well, I think we can course, all. Yeah.
5: I think we can all agree that it's, yes, yes, it's, it's not just absolutely. the as well. But there
4: was a good uh, uh,
3: story in. Um,
5: oh, there uh, was. Cup, yes, there was. It was fantastic, actually. Blyrucky Town goalkeeper Alan Julian, which, by the way, is a fantastic name anyway. Well,
3: Blyrucky aren't the most popular side, no, there, no. no. But this is a great story.
5: they are a fascinating club to watch for different reasons, mm. <laughs> uh, and yeah, particularly on social media. But Alan Julian scored goalkeeper, of course, scored an injury time equaliser against his old team to earn a replay in the cup and um, Pete was fuming about the other goal people not saving it but it was a
4: lovely header he had a uh, lot of time to get to his uh Get to His, post. his positioning looks a bit poor, didn't mm. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Watch your feet, indeed. watch your damn feet. Mm-hmm. Did you see the uh, did you see, I, I mean, you wouldn't have seen it because it was literally just uh, a friend of a friend posting this on uh, on Twitter, but um, a guy called Tom, Tom Orlane on Twitter. Uh, when you ask the Ellen Road Bar staff for a spare cup and they give you uh, this, and he got handed a euro 96 England cup. That is class, keep it. Where's I that see, been, I hiding? I saw this
1: as well. It's obviously. Very, very battered, as you might <laughs> as you might expect. But that I mean that is that's gonna be older than a lot of people at the game. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the I'm surprised what is it? Twenty three years. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously Ellen Road was a host stadium. Yeah. So it's, a, so it's not like uh, you know someone's brought it, it was a host aid, so clearly those cups have been rotting away uh, for 23 it's years absolutely
4: phenomenal I've got a lot of
3: time for that Stick also, it for
4: the dishwasher keep it Also <laughs> no, it, was, uh, it was a cardboard, paper cardboard, cardboard. cardboard. Don't put yeah, it for the dishwasher, no, no. How's it it survive? dishwasher. I enjoyed uh, quickly on uh, Sadio Mane he said uh, when he first joined Liverpool he said uh, about Jürgen Klopp uh, he was talking too much and I said wow this is going to be tough for me because I'm a little quiet Oh. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't when he was a Liverpool. It was when uh, he tried to sign him in Germany as well. So oh, cute. Yeah. there we are. Did you uh, did you see the Harvey Elliott thing? I, I think his
1: ban might be either over or coming to an end now. But he uh, Liverpool's he's 16. Harvey Elliott. I'm sure we're all familiar with him. Got an incredible top knock for a man his age. He um, he posted a video basically just taking the piss out of Harry Kane's voice, mm. and uh, he was banned from uh, the all domestic club football for 14 days. Mm. What right. a strange punishment! That so the, is. the video is that that,
3: training for you. That's a
5: bloody holiday. The video came out a while ago, but he only yeah, only just got the punishment it's right? a holiday
3: uh, yeah. two weeks off son yeah.
5: it's funny though because he's c- 16 but do not <laughs> play any beach football while you're there <laughs> <laughs> actually it's not domestic it's yeah, fine yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: but he could end up playing with Harry Kane it's going to be awkward isn't it yeah. I think Kane's the forgiving type yeah, yeah. I agree mm. there we are alright ladies and gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you thank you very much for listening to uh, the Ramble of Football Ramble Daily Jules and Andy will be in your ears tomorrow of course thank you Luke Moore thank you oh, thank you McDonalds. Donaldson Hi, thank you Jim Gamble you're welcome thank you everybody